On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords of leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Yay! We did it! <laughs> Welcome to the twelfth day of the twelve day of Christmas. It's been twelve bonus mini episodes put together to help you get through the holidays. Easy to squeeze into your schedule, quick to just click and then be done. And I'm really excited because I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do it. So we have a lot to talk about today. The last of the twelve days, twelve drummers drumming. Hmm. So what can that mean for today's podcast? Well, let's get into it. Welcome to Big Time Small Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Rollins. And here we are, December 12th, just a couple of weeks away from Christmas. Actually, let me look at the calendar. Yeah, so today is Saturday the 12th, and then Christmas, yeah, it's it's two weeks away, just under two weeks. Friday the 25th. How are you guys doing? <laughs> How are the holidays treating you? It has been an honor to be able to do this, to be able to put together 12 episodes and have you click on either one or two or each and every one of them or anywhere in between. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been 12 days. And when I thought of this idea back in Let's see. I think it was, I thought about it in November and I thought this would be kind of a fun thing. And I really didn't think about the fact that I would literally have to sit down at my desk and record additional episodes. Like I thought about it, like, oh yeah, let's do 12 days. But then I didn't think, oh my gosh, I need to come up with 12 different things to talk about. It needs to be as authentic as my traditional length podcasts, full episodes are. And I have to squeeze them in every day. Doesn't matter if I'm tired. Doesn't matter if I'm busy. Doesn't matter if I'm not in the mood. Doesn't matter if the dog is barking and I'm trying to say, be quiet. You know, she wants to bark sometimes when I'm recording. Thankfully, that didn't really, that wasn't much of an issue. I think there was one day you guys may have heard her. I can't even remember. Yeah, she was in the backyard. But I did it. And here we are at 12 Drummers Drumming. And as I've said since day one on several of the episodes, episodes, not all of them, but several, most, each day I try to extrapolate from the song something to talk about. So when I thought about 12 drummers drumming, I was thinking about the idea of dancing to the beat of your own drum. 
that's such a, a popular saying and it's sometimes difficult. I mean, we you may automatically dance to the beat of your own drum, but it can be frustrating. It can be, I mean, a lot of things because I'm a very unique person. And sometimes I think when people say that, they think, oh, well, excuse me, you're so unique. What makes you special? I don't even mean it in the sense of arrogance, which I think sometimes that can sound like an arrogant statement to some, but I'm unique in the sense that I've never lived a regular life. I mean, the creative things that I have sort of pursued and been interested in, uh, the way I grew up, and I've told you guys about that before. I mean, I was one of 30 black kids in my school of 4,000. You know, I grew up snow skiing. There's not a lot of, I mean, there are black people that snow ski. There are ski clubs, by the way, um, that are for historic, they were like historically black ski clubs. Everyone is welcome, but it is a place where you know, it was for black people. And uh, so I grew up doing things that most people either didn't do or they didn't live that way. I went to a small college in Western Colorado, which again, I was a minority of a minority of, my, of a minority. And I've always been a little different. My food tastes are different. I think I've mentioned this in earlier episodes. I don't like steak. I don't like any seafood whatsoever nothing, even though people, I always say this, they always go, but what about no? Have you ever tried? Yes. But what about no? I don't like seafood. Are you allergic? No. It's like people don't understand. I can't help it. I wish I wasn't somebody who didn't like seafood. It would make my life easier. I wouldn't have to explain it. I could say, let's go out to eat anywhere instead of, I don't want to do seafood. You know, I'd have a whole world of foods opening up to me. I don't like chocolate. I like it in certain ways. Like I love Nesquik chocolate milk or, um, you know, things that don't have predominantly chocolate flavors. Like I just had a whatchamacallit candy bar, which honestly, I don't think I've had since the 80s. If you haven't had one, it's the crisp, like the Rice Krispies, caramel and peanut butter and wrapped in chocolate. It's so good. But if you give me dark chocolate, no, I won't eat it. I don't like dark chocolate. If you give me chocolate chip cookies, I will pick them out, the chocolate chips, pick them out of the cookie and eat the cookie part. I don't like being this way. I just don't like like chunks and fully chocolate things, chocolate sauce, chocolate brownies, fudge, none of it. So when you eat like that and then you don't drink coffee and you don't drink tea, People are like, what is up with you? So from my food habits to the places that I've lived, to the things that I do, to the shows that I watch, to all of this stuff, I've always been a unique person dancing to the beat of my own drummer. Not because it's a choice, it's just what happens. And sure, I could choose to eat things I don't like, so I guess it could be considered a choice, or I could choose to live other places, but I had no control when I was living in Colorado as a child because I went where mom and dad took me and it was fine, whatever. So dancing to the beat of your own drummer, I was thinking what we should is, is what we should talk about today. And I wanted to go through the list of all the days of Christmas. So I have my app open here. It's going to take me a second because I should have written it down but as I've told you guys, I am sorry if I'm kind of fading in and out, but I'm looking at my phone, so I hope that's not too annoying. Um, I try to be as authentic and 
you know, not rehearsed and not planned because to me, that's the essence of a true podcast. Now, that doesn't mean I don't re-record things if I make a ridiculous mistake or want to change something, but overall, I really don't. And so I just turn on the microphone and get started. So um, let's see. Day one, 12 days of Christmas. Um, does it even say on here? Okay, so the first one, day one, was talking about nature. Remember, we talked about really getting out into nature and enjoying it. I liked that. I still like that idea. Okay, day two um, was about loving yourself. So first, nature then loving yourself and how to do it. It's really important to have self-love. And then day three was do, 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 keeping your word. So nature, self-love, uh, keeping your word. And then day four, I'll try to speed this up. <laughs> um, communication, the sandwich method, my favorite form of communication, where you start out, you say something positive, you put the difficult thing in there that's hard to talk about, and then you close it out with something positive, the sandwich method, day four. Day five was shooting all over yourself. I should be doing this. I should get up earlier. I should work harder. I should have more friends. I should make more money. I should be in a different place in my life. I should, 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 should. So it's called shooting all over yourself, something we should all try to avoid. That was day five. And then day six, dealing with loneliness. That's difficult. And I feel like a lot of people are ashamed to admit they're lonely because there's a lot of judgment if you've ever felt loneliness. It's not fun, but everyone feels it. Uh, day seven, uh, adding a little joy into your life. I mean, we could all use a little extra joy into our life, right? Day eight, um, let's see. We're going to, it says, I'm looking at each episode really appreciating what we've accomplished into our lives. Leaping into our lives. It was eight lords of leaping or something like that. I always get the numbers mixed up. Yeah. Nine was do, 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 perfection. That nobody is perfect. And then 10, did you think you would survive 2020? Talking about survival. Survival is huge getting through difficult times, especially 2020. And then yesterday, day 11, 11 pipers piping, piping in, piping in your opinion, having others pipe in their opinion and the frustration some of that can cause. And here we are on day 12. So that's all of them. Bum, ba, da, da, drum roll. Brrr, that's every single day. And now we're going to close out by talking about dancing to the beat of your own drummer. I mean, it's really all of those things. It's all of those things listed. It's about getting out in nature. It's about loving yourself. It's about communication. It's everything we do. And I think, you know, if we live our lives in a box, 
and try to only abide by the rules and do what everyone else is doing and keep up with the Joneses and making sure that our life is where everyone else's life is, then you're not dancing to the beat of your own drummer. You know, I was watching um, on Netflix, they have an old, old episode of The Bachelorette, which I talked about The Bachelorette in a full episode just a couple of days ago, which I hope you check it out. Um, it's an episode where I talk about suicide. The name of the episode is called what happened last night that made my jaw drop. And we get into some serious, serious issues, eating disorders. And I'm just really proud of that episode because I hope it can reach someone who needed to hear that. I mean, I'm proud of all of them, but this one, like I didn't expect to go in the direction that it went, which is one of the things I love about doing this show. It's just very authentic. It goes wherever it goes. And that particular show, went in a direction I didn't expect. And I think it's an excellent episode. And again, I'm really proud of it. So I hope you'll give it a listen. It's episode 25. If you haven't already, I do say I, there is a, um, what do you call it? A uh, discretion notification at the start of the episode that it, some of the items, you know, talking about suicide and, and food issues can be triggering to some. So, you know, please use your discretion, but I think it's a really important episode that needs to be heard. Anyway, so I think when we look at dancing to the beat of our own drummer and understanding what we're trying to do when, as I was saying, I was watching this old episode of The Bachelorette and <laughs> it's from 2010, so it feels like going back in the archives. And I think, was it The Bachelorette or was it something else? Shoot, now I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Some woman was saying, oh, that's what it was. It wasn't The Bachelorette. It was uh, House Hunters. I love that show, House Hunters. And there was this woman and she was like 29 years old, very cute, spunky, blonde hair, blue eyes. And um, she and her husband were looking for a house near the beach. And she was like, I always try to focus on getting what I want. And my husband needs to learn that I'm always right. And I was like, wow, this is how you talk to your husband, that you're always right. Mm, okay. But she was like saying, I'm 29. I always have everything in my life according to schedule. I knew in high school, I was like, what college I was going to go to, I was going to college, when I would graduate, what I was going to do, I knew I was going to get married and everything, my job, and I wanted to have kids by the time I'm 30, and now I'm 29, and I knew I wanted to have a house, and so we're a little off schedule. And I was like, good luck. If you've been able to live your life on schedule up until the age of 29, congratulations, it will not stay that way. It just can't. It doesn't. Because life has its funny little sneaky way of throwing curveballs at you. It may not happen when you're 29 or 30. It may not even happen when you're 40 or 50. It could happen when you're 60. It could happen when you're 31 and a half. Life's curveballs, you know? You want to get pregnant? Maybe you suffer from infertility or maybe not infertility, but you just, you know, it takes a couple years to get pregnant. I don't know if that's technically counts as infertility if it's been two years and you're 30, but, or maybe someone dies or you get fired or there's a pandemic. Life has its curveballs. And so to box yourself in, and to expect yourself to live by some schedule 
is futile. We need to dance to the beat of our own drummer. Whatever that is. And maybe I guess you could make the case that, hey, I dance to the beat of my own drummer, which is my drummer is a schedule. <laughs> you know, like, okay. And that's fine. Some people are more regimented. There's um, this one podcast I listened to, and I think I may have mentioned it before, but it's uh, this guy, and he always talks about his wife, and she's not on the podcast at all. And, but we hear about her all the time. And, he talks about how she's very, very regimented. Like she will say to him, you know what? I'm going to go and take a shower at nine o'clock before we head to bed. And he said, there's never a time at 9.01 when she hasn't gotten, gotten into the shower already. And there's never a time at like 8.55 that she hasn't started getting ready for this shower. If she says nine o'clock, She's in there at nine o'clock. She cleans religiously. She cooks for him, which he thinks that she's the perfect wife, someone who cooks and cleans, which, you know, to each their own. And she seems really happy and she seems like a very smart girl. She has been on a few episodes, but she's very regimented. She won't let him pick up his plate when he's done eating. And she's like, nope, I have a system. I do it. You know, she makes sure that her cars are filled with gas at a certain time. She takes out the garbage. She does all these things accordingly. She works out. She makes sure she doesn't eat the wrong things. She's very thin and everything is regimented. And so maybe, again, you could make the case that the beat of her drummer is scheduled organization. I don't know. I'm not her. But I think it's important for all of us to just be who we are. I've spent the majority of my life, and I even said it yesterday, wishing I was like everybody else. I said this in yesterday's episode, and it's, I, it kind of haunted me. It kind of fell out of my mouth without, I, I didn't expect to say that, you know, and I thought about it last night before I went to sleep. I was like, wow, that's kind of sad. You know, like we're always told to embrace who we are. There's only you. You're uniquely you. You're the one and only you. And that's a beautiful thing. I love quirky uniquenesses in other people. I love my husband's little quirks. They're fun and memorable. Some of them may be slightly annoying, but overall, he's a really neat, special dude. I'm honored to be married to him. I feel lucky. And when he shows me some of his quirks, and I love when I discover a new quirk. We've been together for 10 years, married for nine. And I love when I discover something new where I'm like, what? Really? Some of them are hilarious. But I wouldn't want him to be like everybody else. So somehow, when I want myself when I want to be like everybody else, it doesn't make any sense. And it's kind of sad. And I've realized that in some cases, I like being unique. You know, I like the fact that I'm doing a podcast. Obviously, I enjoy it or else I wouldn't do it. I don't know. Maybe there's people out there who do podcasts who don't like them, but they're doing them. I don't know them. I don't understand. But I like the stuff that I'm interested in. I think it's not so much that I wish I were like someone else or everyone else. Deep down, I just wish maybe, maybe, hate to admit it, I wish other people were a little bit more like me and would like to do the things that I do. Here's an example. <clears throat> and I, again, I don't say that from a place of ego, like, 
everyone needs to be like me. It's difficult. It's just that I would love to have friendships that would reflect a little bit more of what I like to do because I'm always the sort of odd man, odd woman out. So here's the example. I live in the desert of Southern California, the low desert, which means from about the end of May through October, it is triple degree temperatures, really, really hot. And oftentimes I still want to go out and go walking and exercise. And I've learned I have a high tolerance for heat. Not that I like 117, 120 degrees. There's, you have to be superhuman. Like I can deal with it, but I don't like that. But if it's 105 and below, I can exercise outside. I drink lots of water. I put ice cubes in a little bandana around my neck and I just go for it. But most people around here hate the heat and only stay indoors. And so it sometimes feels isolating and lonely when I'm like the only one out there and knowing that I can't ask my friends to go walking with me because they're going to think I'm nuts. Jody, it's 103 degrees. I'm not going outside. I mean, I may melt. So for me, I definitely dance to the beat of my own drummer. And everyone else, hopefully you guys do too in your own way. Maybe you don't go walking in 105 degrees, but you love to bake and cook. I don't care to bake or cook. You love to do your thing. And I think that's what I want to leave us with today, that we need to do our own thing. And I need to take my own advice and celebrate that. Celebrate our uniquenesses. I shouldn't be hoping to be like everybody else. I'm me. And you're you. So I've gone a little bit over time, and I'll be wrapping up here in just a second. I've gone over time on every single episode, but this one I've definitely gone over a little bit more than I expected to. I hope that every single episode is something you guys got to click on. If you haven't yet, please do check them out, the 12 Days of Christmas. I'm really excited that I got to do this. I didn't know if I would be able to. It was hard at times. I'd come home tired and I'd go, oh, I got to do another episode. But once I sat down at my desk, I loved it. I love doing this show. And I so greatly appreciate and respect the fact that you guys listen. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. So this is the end of the 12 days of Christmas. I'm going to do other series. We're heading into 2021. So I've got lots of stuff in store from you guys. New thing from, did I say from? Lots of new things in store for you guys. New things, new episodes. So keep listening. Share the show. Please share the show with just one person or more. Follow me on Instagram at Jody Rollins. You can write the show at Big Time Small Talk Podcast at gmail.com. I have a YouTube channel under Jody Rollins as well. And there's more stuff for you to see, new content on the YouTube channel. And I'll be growing that more and more as well. So this concludes the 12 days of Christmas. May you go and dance to the beat of your own drummer and enjoy the holidays. The season of this podcast is not over yet. I've got my bells here. I want to close it out with the end, end of the show with these bells. Hopefully they weren't too annoying. Thank you for listening. Thank you. 
for going on the journey of the 12 days of Christmas. I shared my thoughts and my personal stories and my experiences. But as I always say, those are my stories and I'm sticking with them. Merry Christmas. <laughs>